Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. Can you believe it's August already? Time truly waits for no man or woman. And even though we are having the time of our lives on the campus of Fresh U, it's not even waiting for us. How much fun do we have at the Back to School Bash? We give God praise for celebrating two years of this amazing journey. I'm so grateful to you for your support in helping us bless our young Army members to begin this Fresh Start school year on purpose. You know my story, and you know that when I began this journey, I had no idea that my world would be turned upside down soon after. But guess what? I'm still here. You're still here with me, and it's all because God is still here covering us all and holding up each of us. I can't begin to tell the Lord thank you enough for the grace he continues to pour out over my life. While we commemorated the podcast last week, today we also honor the fifth year of the Fresh Start journey. Five years ago, I began the ministry of Fresh Start Fridays, a devotion to help people reboot their lives. It began as an encouraging word on Friday, which is why this is the day the podcast airs. That soon turned into motivational messages on Mondays, a prayer call on Wednesdays, our community service efforts that include breakfast and blankets, lunch and learn, Fresh Start VBS, and of course, the Back to School Bash. Shortly after launching Fresh Start Fridays, we incorporated our nonprofit, ASD Ministries, and God has continued to help us reach so many people through the work of his hands. Today, we honor God for his faithfulness. And as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, we recognize that we are just getting started. There are so many more things we have in store, so much more programming to be put in place, and so much more service to be rendered to God and God's people. I give God all praise for the ministry of the Fresh Start, for ASD Ministries, and for you, the Army of Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. There really is no stopping us now. August is the eighth month, and the number eight signals new beginnings, which is why we began the Fresh Start Ministry and the podcast in this month. See why you have to be intentional in life? What in your life needs to be recharged, renewed, and refreshed in order to make it through the next few months of the year. Maybe you need to be called into a time of rest, or maybe you're the opposite, and you need to use this time to refuel and get ahead of the game. Whether you're being led, whatever you're being led to do, do it. Every day is a fresh start, and this moment is uniquely positioned 
so that you can make the most out of your year and the most out of the time we have here on Fresh You. So what are you waiting on? Recover, reset, and reignite what it means to change yourself, challenge yourself, and championing yourself. I'm claiming a fresh start for everyone. So here's my confession. Even as I speak to you about a reset, I recognize in my own life that there are areas in my life where I need to rest and areas in my life where I need to recharge. Trying to discover the balancing act between the two can often be magic. But what really needs to happen is that I need to trust God to bring restoration so that I know which days he's calling me into active duty and which days he's telling me to fall back. Obedience is such a critical part of our journey. And the more we mature, the harder we find it to fall in compliance. But I won't be defeated. I will be a victor. That's my goal for this month of the fresh start. What is my current conviction? I'm convicted because I'm so excited about football coming back. Remember I told you that? But I'm so hurt that I don't think my Falcons have any hope for a winning season. I try to be a positive patty in all situations, but the cards just don't seem to be lining up. I mean, I'm gonna have on my t-shirt, go to the game, shout rise up and all that jazz, but I'm just being real. It may be a sad season in the ATL, tears. So what conversations are you having around your dinner table or in your car? Well, we give God praise for this month of the fresh start. This is also the month that my sister received her ultimate fresh start. And we, of course, can't help but to reflect upon the indelible mark she left upon our lives. We miss her every single moment of every single day. But reflecting upon the last days we spent with her brings a great deal of joy in our lives in addition to a great deal of pain. So hold us close in your prayers and we'll be sure to do the same for you. As I reflect on the journey of this podcast, I realize that so much of this podcast has been devoted to the evolution and the revolution of black women, and that has been completely intentional. I am committed to seeing my sisters take their rightful place in God's kingdom and using it for the glory of God. We believe that God created the black woman for a specific purpose, and we love sharing what God has given us to ensure that we are all leveling up because we all know that girls really do run the world. Shout out to Beyonce. However, just because my focus is concentrated on black women, it doesn't mean I don't also believe in the power that black men hold. I am convinced that they too have been created for an express purpose. And when they truly fill those shoes, the world will be crippled by their power. It's been two years since the senseless killing of George Floyd, and this year his murder did not receive as much fanfare as it did the year it happened, and last year, of course, during the one-year anniversary. Of course, so much has happened in the Black community that in a way, the world, the nation, and people in general have become desensitized. Has there been some progress? Sure, as we mentioned earlier, Juneteenth is now a federal holiday. That's change. It took over 150 years, but it finally happened. However, are crimes against blacks still happening? Absolutely. 
Did January 6th happen and the thousands of participants walk away with only getting probation when we understand that if those persons had been black, there would have been a massacre on the Capitol lawn? Affirmative. Did the Supreme Court just turn back the hands of time and make abortion illegal? Yes. So while some change has occurred, there is so much change still needing to happen. What happened to George Floyd became a worldwide pandemic, much like COVID-19, capturing the attentions of millions around the world. However, for countless black families, including my own, it didn't take George Floyd's death for us to know that black men were valuable. In 1991, my grandfather was shot and the person responsible, although not white, was never held accountable because the town where it happened or where it took place didn't believe that my grandfather's life had value, had meaning or had significance. My grandfather never recovered from his injuries and the person who shot him was never held responsible for his actions. There are endless stories like my grandfather's and for the persons directly affected, the pain never dissipates and the questions never end on whether or not our world truly ever recognizes the true worth of the black man. However, does that even really matter? Must we wait on the world to recognize, realize, or honor who our black kings are? Because we do know that black men are truly black kings, right? We're God's chosen people and we are inherently royalty. So why don't we as a people recognize who we are? In a previous season, I asked the question on whether or not the black matriarch was still the queen of the family. But have you ever stopped to wonder why we never hear anything regarding the black patriarch? I have a black patriarch in my family because I'm blessed to have the most wonderful father in the world. But on a global scale, rarely will you hear blacks discuss the black patriarch and his impact and influence on the black community and on the world. Well, why is that? Do we doubt his existence? Do we doubt his impact? Do we doubt his validity? When President Barack Obama took the stage in Grant Park in 2008, after winning the presidential election, he stood before thousands of people. Some say the crowd was extremely diverse. Others say the crowd was mostly white. But the demographics of the crowd is not my focus. When President Obama took the stage, he gave this nation hope that black men were finally being seen, heard, appreciated, and valued in this country. His words spoken echoed this fact. If there is anyone out there who still doubts that America is a place where all things are possible, who still wonders if the dream of our founders is alive in our time, who still questions the power of our democracy, tonight is your answer. He goes on to say, it's been a long time coming, but tonight, because of what we did on this day, in this election, at this defining moment, change has come to America. We were all spellbound, and don't get me wrong, President Obama is and will always be my forever president unless I become president one day, of course. But as the years of his presidency would prove, and as the Trump era would prove, as today still proves, 
not much change has come to America. But does that mean we shouldn't still strive and hope for change? Does that mean that like President Obama, like my dad, that there are countless black men who are impacting everyday lives but not quite getting the honor they deserve? If we examine the annals of history, we know that there are so many black men who have had monumental influence upon who we are as a people today. It reaches beyond Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Mahatma Gandhi, John Lewis, Langston Hughes, Jesse Jackson, James Baldwin, Colin Powell, Charles Drew, Louis Armstrong, Frederick Douglass, Booker T. Washington, and W.E.B. Du Bois. Honestly, the list is endless. Our history books don't even begin to tell the story of black men who exercised their power to make a difference in their community, in their village, and in their family. From the motherland to our land, black men have been standing up in the face of adversity since the very beginning of time. Even in the Bible days, Moses stood in the face of Pharaoh, armed with the word and the promises of God. Throughout his life, he would face challenge after challenge, and yet he would meet those challenges every single time. Black kings are no stranger to trials. But why should that be the end of their story? What do we need to do to make sure that their impact and influence becomes the lasting testament to who the black man really is? You've heard me mention my father throughout our journey here and seen him in videos and photos, so you know the prominent place he has in my life. I am who I am because of who he is and who he has been to me. I am grateful to God that he had on-the-job training, and even when, when he didn't know what to do, he trusted God to show him the way. My dad is unique in that he is self-taught in so many areas of his life. He's always had a sheer will to learn and persevere. He's experienced trials and tribulations throughout his life, but through it all, he's never given up. When I think about my family, I think about the resilience of my father. And I believe because of him being the patriarch he is, my family has truly been blessed. You heard me mention last week how he loves to go to YouTube and teach himself. We are truly blessed because of him. Well, what influences do you have in your life? What impacts have black men made in your life that have made a significant contribution to who you are today? Or are you on the other side of the spectrum? Perhaps you don't have a father or father figure, and maybe you have a deeper history with black men that is preventing you from being able to fully appreciate all they bring to the culture. But even if your individual experiences don't bring you joy, does that mean you don't have the ability to see the global impact that black men have brought to the history, present and potential future of who we are as a black people? Media, social media, and those tools intended to feed our minds with what we should hear are filled with negative images and portrayals of black men. There is not a day of news cycle that goes by without a degrading story of a black man being shot, robbing someone, harming someone, assaulting someone. It's almost as if the news outlet doesn't think their news program will survive if there isn't a story about a black man. 
If you don't believe me, turn on your television and watch for 10 minutes and count the stories you see about black men. Or pick up a newspaper and count the negative images you see of black men versus the positive stories you see of men of other races. The difference is startling. And if we as black women don't begin to point out the difference and then react to the difference, it will remain the same. The speech given by President Obama signaled that change had come to America because America had finally voted in its first African-American president. Perhaps change had come. I'm grateful to have seen the day happen. I'm grateful to have seen many firsts, but I also know that America has been on a rampage ever since that day in 2008 to make sure that the first was the last. Do you think that America wants to see another black man become president? It doesn't. Do you think that those who believe they have the power to stop will do everything in their power to make sure that it doesn't happen again? Absolutely. If you don't believe me, then just take a look at what's happening here in Georgia with the Senate race between Reverend Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. Now I won't express my true sentiments regarding Herschel Walker, but I'll just say, we all know he is a pawn in someone's tactical move to ensure that Reverend Warnock does not get too far ahead in our nation's capital. So what can we do? What can you do? You can begin by recognizing the impact and influence of the black men in your life. You can also begin by going a step further. Don't just recognize it, honor it and celebrate it. I think back to Father's Day in Juneteenth of this year, which also happened to be my dad's birthday. We celebrated my father along with the other men in my family. But this commemoration shouldn't just be one day. We should make sure that the black patriarchs in our family are held high every single day of the year. Too many times their regard is pushed to the background or not even recognized at all. If anyone is in place, black men in their rightful place in their homes and in their communities, it has to be black women. We can't depend on a world that is determined to demoralize and dehumanize the black man. Since 1619, there has been a movement to remove the black man from the landscape of history. Since we know this, we must work tirelessly to ensure that not only is he a part of black history, but he is a part of world history. It starts with you. It starts with me. And it starts with every black man who knows that his impact and influence is unmatched. Don't dim now, it's time to shine. Don't fold now, it's time to straighten up and walk with your head held high. Don't sink now, it's time to rise above every distraction and every ploy that has sought to hold you back until this very moment. There has been much discussion regarding black queens, but the royalty would be incomplete without its black kings. The time for you is now, so take your rightful place. It's definitely time for some black boy joy. And I'm smiling already at what's about to happen. I can't wait to see it. I'm so happy that you're here with me celebrating confessions, convictions, and conversations, celebrating Fresh Start Fridays, and just celebrating life in general. Let's keep it going. 
I hope that you'll also be here with me next Friday, same time, always the same day because it's always a fresh start Friday. But before you go, I love to pray for you. God, thanks so much for the people in my army and thank you so much for what you did when you created the black man. Help him to take his rightful place in your kingdom. We're so always so happy to have you here with us and make sure that you go out and make it a fresh start Friday. See you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.ascministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus as your personal savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.